Great. So, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. We've got the recording started. So I want to welcome everyone today to our, our teleseminar. Um, today we're talking about the hope of the holiday feeling. Uh, but before I get to that, I just wanted to share a bit about uh, what how the teleseminar works for those of you that are new today. Uh, first of all, welcome if you're new, but also welcome, you know, if, you, if you're if you've been into other teleseminars as well. Um, so I'm going to talk to the topic for a little while uh, through uh, the, the teleseminar today. And then I'd like to open it up to hear from everybody who is part of our teleseminar. You know, my idea in starting this like over four years ago now was to uh, use it kind of like um, a place where people can also interact uh, around this understanding or around the topic that I'm presenting for the day. So I'll tell you how to do that once I, once I open it up to, to hear from people. And um, if you've heard other teleseminars, you can, you can see how rich the teleseminar is when we hear other people or their contributions or their questions. Um, so welcome today. Um, again, I, I wanted to remind everyone that I am uh, doing the fifth year of the Missing Link Book Group, which is a year-long uh, journey together as a group where we read a chapter in Sydney Bank's Missing Link each month. And um, it's been very rewarding. I mean, it's, uh, you know, when I started the first year, I didn't, even, I didn't think we would be offering it more than that. But so many people really are getting so much out of that and being together and gaining realizations and insights, I'm offering it again. If you're interested, just drop me an email at drdrmarkhoward at comcast.net. I'll remind you again at the end. Well, great. You know, um, uh, looking at the holiday feeling in terms of our my teleseminar has been something I've done annually every December because it's a, a period of time to really open up to the to the deep feelings that come from our essence, love and understanding. Um, you know, the spirit of this time of the year is um, generosity, uh, thanksgiving, and so forth, these beautiful feelings that really are a part of us um, way beyond just the holiday season because it's our true essence. But um, I just want to talk about it again with you, uh, share with you a few more ideas that have come to me through the year uh, around uh, this holiday feeling of goodwill, uh, love, and understanding. You know, um, I, I, I first met Sidney Banks in around 1982-83, the early part of 83. And uh, that first year... Um, there were a few uh, audio tapes that he had made that were available for us to listen to. And one of the tapes um, talked about the holiday feeling. And when I listened to it, it really changed me because the point that really um, really touched me deeply was that um, the feelings we get uh, during the holiday season, for the most part, um, are with us all year round. Uh, they're uh, available to us really at any moment. And it just really um, allowed me to just feel um, more peace and contentment to know that it, I didn't, um, these feelings weren't reserved for a certain time of the year, that they are really our true essence. And that's always helped me when I, he has pointed me back toward love and understanding. And in, 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 in essence, you know, it really is the whole um, truth about the understanding of these three principles of mind, thought, and consciousness. And the truth of the matter is um, we could be in those feelings at any moment of our lives throughout the year were it not for our habitual thinking, were it not for the thinking we're in. And I don't I, I say that not so that you go work at changing your thinking, 
but to really offer it to help gain a better understanding of uh, what's truly possible, uh, the hope of the holiday feelings, what's really possible that we can actually um, embrace these beautiful feelings of goodwill, uh, you know, uh, you know that saying nowadays of goodwill to others or goodwill to humankind. It's a kind of a traditional saying in the holiday season. But those feelings of giving to others, um, of being grateful and so forth are available uh, all year round. And uh, that's the essence of what the principles help us understand, that the experience we're having moment to moment is really coming from the way we use the gift of our thinking, the gift of thought to form to form thoughts. And to really know that even if we can't do it in the moment, just to know that um, our thinking is in the way of what we're looking for, just knowing that already helps people. You know, for me, it gave me hope. When I first listen to Sydney Banks, I had no clue. I had a feeling, like I mentioned on so many times in our teleseminars and webinars and so forth, I, I really had a feeling, but I couldn't really understand what he was pointing to. And it's a constant evolution of that learning over the years that allows me to get more and more of a glimmer of these spiritual principles. But the essence of them that... Um, that using the power of thought, the gift of thought, is what really creates the experience we're having moment to moment. And also to wake up to the fact that our essence is this true love and understanding. It's our true essence is the intelligence of life. It's the wisdom in life. And to know that, um, uh, I first of all, to know that I can have more of that. um, I'm I'm sorry, I'm kind of, I don't mean to be rambling, but as I'm sharing with you, more of what I want to share with you is coming to mind. But but to just know that more of those feelings are available gives me hope. And so like I mentioned, when I first heard that the first year of uh, meeting Sydney Banks and going into the holiday season and heard that tape, one of the things that touched me deeply was I could even feel the feelings I'm having uh, during this time of the year even deeper. And then deeper than that, there's no end to manifesting uh, love and really encompassing more of that. And to me, that's very hopeful. I didn't know that before... I had really listened to Sydney Banks. I read it in other spiritual writings and so forth, but I didn't really wake up to it until I heard it from Sydney Banks in terms of these holiday feelings are available to us year-round. So, um, again, you know, even though uh, we may not in the moment be in those feelings and we may have some aspects of those feelings, to know that you can have even more immersion into love, contentment, peace of mind, goodwill, is amazing. It's amazing to get out of the thinking I had that was really limiting me because, you know, I thought, well, it comes from the outside. Sure, I have nice feelings, but a lot of it depended on the outside circumstances, the people in my life, how they were treating me, how they were speaking to me, you know, all that kind of things, you know. And to know that uh, 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 my feelings of love and understanding are not dependent upon how people talk to me, how they're treating me, what my job is like, it has nothing to do with that. They're just in me all year round. And we give ourselves permission through the holiday season, to uh, awaken them, to live in them more. 
because we're giving to others or we think more of others, we are in the feeling of goodwill or we do some spiritual practices according to our faith. And so um, it just is an opportunity to um, to open up to these feelings. Um, another thing that came to mind for me to help you kind of to, to see this, again, it's not like... Um, um, it's easy to do this, but when I um, had been listening to Sydney Banks this year, I had a new appreciation for what I think um, happened to him. If you've seen uh, Sydney's videos, um, like the Hawaii lectures or the Long Beach lectures, he tells you about his experience. Um, that brought about this spiritual epiphany. And um, what I realized again in just listening to that sharing of the story, this is my thinking about it. Um, you know that what he talks about is um, he went to a couple's workshop with his wife in Vancouver and was sitting at a meal with another couple in the husband of the couple happened to be a psychologist and Sid was talking about all of his insecurities and the psychologist said something about, you don't really have securities, you just think you do. And Sid heard, "Um, I don't have insecurities, I just think I do. And now, he talks about it in how that really opened up for him the deep feelings of love. And what I think happened is that um, every, all of his thoughts dropped away. All of his thinking just dropped away. All of his self-evaluation, his opinions, his assumptions about life, they completely dropped away. It emptied, his mind emptied. And whenever we have a moment like that in our lives, it's filled with love. It's filled with the feeling. I was just working with a client the other day, and um, they talked about how they kind of got angry with their partner, and then um, say they were saying to me how somehow they just kind of let go of that, and and they got quiet, and all of a sudden they felt this this love and understanding, which brought to them the thoughts of of going to apologize to go and get the connection back with with their partner. So the minute uh, any of us um, let go of, now I don't mean it consciously because I don't think it's easy to have a strategy, let's let go of my thinking. But what really helps is to have more and more understanding of our true nature and how we gain experience of life through our principles. That understanding comes back to us to have a moment where we quiet our minds uh, and in comes love and understanding. And Sidney Banks described that. His mind cleared so much that he talks about having three days of just being filled with love and understanding. He doesn't mention this, but later he talked about it with us and that it brought wisdom to bear as well. It corrected the way he was looking at his past. It it helped him see the deeper meaning of life. He had an understanding of how to live in life and um, through the feelings of love and understanding. So um, for me personally, I've not had that shift to that degree, you know, where, uh, you know, um, it just cleared all of my cobwebs but i did have i do have moments i do have moments where it clears and i filled with love and understanding and then i i have thoughts that guide me the wisdom part of love and understanding about how to handle the situation i'm in so um um i hope this is making sense to all of you just what we really are spiritually because we can't um, think about what we are intellectually because the minute we start looking at 
ourselves with our own personal thinking, it gets contaminated by what we're used to thinking. But when we talk about waking up spiritually, meaning that we um, uh, um, we wake up these deeper feelings in us and they don't have preconceived notions. They don't have ideas. They're just this pure feeling of love and it kind of forms for us in terms of generosity or goodwill. Uh, you know, as, as um, for me, and I think for others as well, as you're immersed in the feeling of this, not the marketing of the holiday season, but the feeling of this holiday season of being closer to people, um, we're more conscious of people in need. And particularly when I walk out on the streets of San Francisco, here uh, where I live, I see lots of people in need. And goodwill is more is closer to the surface as I'm walking in the feeling of the holiday season. But again, you know, it's not limited to the holiday season, and that's just a really gift to know that. Um, the other thing about the hope of this, these feelings of the holiday season is that at any moment you could change your mind. That's the other hope of what the principles provide, my understanding and understanding of so many people that I've coached in their lives and mentored um, and have seen clinically is that the minute they see the potential uh, that looking within themselves to how they're using the gift that we have of thought, how that gives them hope that they can change their minds, um, that through the understanding of the principles, uh, people become very hopeful. And hope, again, is another feeling that is, man is just a manifestation of love and the wisdom and the intelligence we are, all of us are a part of. So as you're going through the remainder of um, what's left of um, this, this so-called holiday season and entering the new year, you want to keep close to your heart the fact that you could immerse yourself in love and understanding at any moment. I know in one of the books now that have been out the last couple of years by Linda Queering, uh, around her stories around Sydney Banks. Um, I think if you, I think it's the book of Island of Knowledge, and I think it's toward the end of the book. There, they, there's something about you know for them it's Christmas you know, and Sid's daughter says something about the, having the feeling how wonderful it is to have the feeling at Christmas time, and Sid says to her, well, you know, you can have that feeling anytime. I don't know, that's just, I'm staying with that today because it's just such a powerful message that, you know, when I first meet people who want my help, either in coaching them in life for them to actualize more of their potential or to mentor them to be able to share this understanding or to be in, uh, you know, some suffering, some mental suffering, um, they don't see this. It looks like a temporary, um, a kind of temporary feeling like all of the other feelings people have. Like they visit love and understanding. They, they visit generosity and goodwill. Um, but in terms of our learning growing up, these other thoughts really need our attention. How people have offended us or our resentments or our insecurities, our own questioning, our own worth. Um, they look like they need to be attended to rather than simply dismissed. I mean, isn't that something? That's a big shift too, to go from thinking that a lot of our thinking that we think we need to attend to uh, really just needs to be dismissed, let go of. I see that a lot with relationships when I'm first meeting people who want to improve the quality of their relationships. 
that when they talk, you know, they just talk and explain that they kind of visit love and love and understanding. And then they get caught up in, um, you know, being critical of one another or thinking the other person needs to fix things about themselves or being bothered by the other person's ways, you know, and they attend a lot to that. And they don't realize this true um, uh, understanding of our spiritual essence that um, those are just misunderstanding ways of using uh, thought. And um, that the, the bottom line, the foundation for a relationship is to live in love and understanding, is to really keep moving in that direction. Uh, which brings about like gratitude or generosity or even communicating something that's important with a goodwill and understanding. Um, and so I start to point that out to people and help them see and have um, faith and trust that if they stay with their tenderness for one another, if they stay with their um, support for one another. If they stay with giving to each other, um, that, that that will bring them all that they're looking for in their relationship and really in any relationship. So, um, so to me, I think it's so powerful to know, um, for me too that what you think you should think about, you should consider, um, really needs to be dismissed, <laughs> you know, and and allow, which would allow you to live more with love and understanding. Now, you're not going to become a passive person in life because in love and understanding is our divine intelligence. We call it wisdom in the principles. Spiritual people do call it wisdom. It's there. So we're not going to lose sight of how to navigate life in, in a wise way. In fact, we'll navigate life in a much more spiritually intelligent way we'll be able to share with people in a meaningful way that they will hear us and not get defensive with us. So um, I just want to stop here um, and just check in with all of you. There's more I could say, but I just want to hear from people who are here on the call. Um, this is, um, the, the teleseminars is designed to hear from people who would love to, to share with us. And so I would love to hear if you have any questions about today or about the principles. I'd love to hear what you're taking away from today. Um, I'd love to hear how your understanding of the principles is going. So to do that, you need to press star two on your phone, and um, I will see that. And um, then we'll talk together. Really, I would love to hear from you. I really want to encourage you to just share with us. Again, it, it, it doesn't matter at all what your question is or what you want to share. Um, we gain something from the fact that you're just here with us. Um, so does anybody have a question or something you'd like to share? Just hit star two. All right, there is somebody here. I've got the name of Randall from Bradenton, Florida. Oh, it's so sorry. This is Vijaya. Oh, hi. Hi. hi, how are you? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm using my uh, landlady's uh, phone line here. So that's the name that oh, came that's up. Okay, we just... that's fine. Hi. Um, so, yes, I, I have a quick question. Um, I'm not sure how quick it is. All this going around in the political upheaval um, that's happening, 
many of us are glued to the um, internet, Yahoo, phone, computer, you know, the trial, the impeachment, all that stuff is getting. Um, and the conversation in the family is all about the, the VUCA, the vulnerability, uncertainty, the complexity, ambiguity. That's always with us, right? Um, what do you advise? Um, <laughs> don't check in with the news because I did that for several years and that was such a good thing. But how do you, you know, we can use inside out. Okay, the news doesn't cause the reaction I have inside, which is a very passionate views, right? How wrong the president is and making someone wrong. I, that's not the way to go. And um, the compelling evidence there is like, you wonder why is this happening, right? Um how do you stay in the giving of the season and the loving when this is like so much in the face with all the news channels, you know, it's like, so do you turn away? Because we know our feelings come from our thought in the moment. Um, but this is like really in our space. So how how do you suggest the best way to handle um, the feelings, you know, sometimes you go up and sometimes you go down. It's it's just so roller coaster right now, and it's nothing to do with the environment. And yet, you know, your mind is so strong and says, "Nope, it's the environment." But you know, it's your perception of what's happening that is erroneous. You know, there's nothing happening out there. Well, there's a couple of things here that you uh, that I like to speak to and. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, so there's a couple of things. Um, um, where I want to start with is um, I think with just what's going on now in the United States politically, I think it's just one example of um, uh, the level of misunderstanding of where experience comes from. And, you know, it's a level of consciousness. Um, people are, are um, really uh, being very, very judgmental about themselves, each other personally. Um, and Sid said, well, that's, that's perfect. It's the play out of the principles. Um, now, you have the gift of thought not that it isn't real out there, because thought allows you to know life. Thought allows you to see what is going on out there. So um, I really want to try to speak to this, because um, when we connect uh, feelings to the principles, um, what that doesn't mean that whatever you're thinking or creating in terms of a perception is not what's really going on out there. For example, there may be somebody around you that's screaming and yelling from anger. From the, from the gift of thought, you want to see that that's true, you see? So... Um, uh, maybe I'll do another teleseminar on, on this because it takes a while to speak to this. Um, what you see out there through the power of thought is out there. Now, um, what the understanding of the principles helps us do is come back and see, am I seeing it right? Like, you know, um, can I see it in another way? that um, uh, might be more helpful to me. Um, now, if you know that the feelings you're having, which is true, by watching what's going on on TV, and you're starting to feel depressed, that, that is true, uh, that you're thinking about it in a way that's creating depression, then I would advise you take care of yourself. Because you're moving away from your wisdom and your essence, and um, you're going to live in um, negative, negative feelings. 
And um, again, the principles help us see we don't have to. Now, we might innocently get caught up in that, as I do, get caught up in negative feelings, but the understanding of where that's coming from helps me. If you're sitting around the dinner table, um, you might want to treasure being together with people that you love and care about in a different feeling. You know, you might really treasure that and try to, to guide it there. I think I've shared a story about how uh, Sydney, an example of Sydney Banks really treasuring him, his being in a, a nice feeling. He went out to dinner with a group of people who um, he'd been talking about this understanding with. And um, they were having a, just a lovely fun time laughing and talking through dinner. And then they started to get into politics. This is years and years and years ago. And if the, the whole mood and consciousness of the, of the group started to go down, and Sid just politely excused himself and went back home. So um, you want to treasure um, living in these feelings. And you want to, you know, use the feelings you're having as a guide to um, how you're using the gift of thought. Uh, but again, you know, what is going on, you know, all of the behaviors and so forth that, are going on with what the with the example that you shared with us, you have to see that it's a level of consciousness. You see, if those, if any, you know, if any, if just a handful of the people that were involved with all of that rose a level of consciousness, behaviors would change immediately. People would start to be kinder. They would look out for a greater part of humanity. Uh, all of that would start to take place. But, at a, but again, the principles are true. At a level of consciousness, um, uh, you know, uh, people's thinking at a certain level of consciousness creates behaviors um, that might harm other people. So I hope that helps. Um, uh, and I, I might do another teleseminar on the principle of thought doesn't mean that what you are seeing is not there it's, or is not true. You have the gift of thought to know what's there. Anyhow, I, I covered a few things rather briefly and I hope it helped. Thanks so much for sharing and I'm going to go on to the next person who's here. Um, the, so this is a cell phone in Santa Rosa, California. There's no name, but I just opened you up. Hello? Hello, um, Mark. It's uh, David Beatty here. Oh, hi, David. How are you? Good. How are you? How are you? I'm, I'm great, thank you. Um, and um, and pursuant to what I just said, I think uh, we can uh, language uh, um, we can language ourselves into you know like uh, feeling great, but just by saying I'm great, rather than listing our woes and troubles and aches and pains and things like that, and just by going to say I'm great. Uh, and with another person, uh, that creates a a nice feeling for me, anyway. Uh huh. Is that what you That's... wanted to share, David? Yes. Yes. Well, thanks, David. Uh, good to hear from you, and wishing you uh, the best through the holiday season. Um. Yeah, you know, um, um, the only thing here that I want to be cautious about is um, 
is not moving to strategies. Um, you'll find your own strategy, which is like what David shared with us. When you really wake up the deeper feelings in you and you kind of transcend your uh, habitual thoughts, you know, your insecurities, your criticism, because your understanding has deepened, you you can have more time away from that thinking and you wake up to what it is. You'll find your own way to live in the deeper feelings we're talking about today, the holiday feelings. So David is sharing with us his way. And all through the years that I've helped people gain more understanding and find more happiness and well-being and develop more of their potential, uh, you will hear people come up with their own ways. Uh, and that's different than my giving you a way or you finding a way in a book and then trying to do that way. For example, uh, you know, years ago, uh, there was a lot of talk about, you know, wake up and and do affirmations. Like look at yourself in the mirror and just say these affirmations about how well you are, um, uh, what a beautiful person you are, um, all those kinds of things. Well, if a person really didn't feel that, um, they won't use, it won't really help them. You know, if a person is still uh, innocently being judgmental about themselves, saying those affirmations may bring something about, but it won't be lasting because there isn't an understanding of um, where their insecure thinking is coming from. Once they have understanding, they have their own way of reminding themselves of what they truly are. So um, you can see the distance from finding a strategy. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to repeat these words to myself compared to really waking up to, oh, my goodness, I am this spiritual energy and I just think my way out of it. Waking up to that. Um, you will find your own ways to remind you of what you truly are, you see? And when you remind yourself of what you truly are, you're going way beyond saying affirmations. I hope this makes sense to you. Um, so you will find your own ways to remind yourself, just like David shared with us. Um, and so, you know, I've had couples who have been uh, show tenderness toward one another meeting with me. And we start to talk about the tenderness and they start to just remind themselves to be tender with each other. But it isn't like they've got like a, a post-it note on the refrigerator. It just uh, comes to them. Huh? It just occurs to them because they have had an awareness uh, of, an, of, a, of a wisdom that's deeper than the way they were thinking. Um, so their level of consciousness rose. Uh, so um, I hope that was helpful. Anybody else want to share with us? We've got time for another person. Um, um, just I'd love to hear if you have any questions about today's uh, talk or anything that you want to share about your own understanding. Um, okay, um, well, um, I have um, a few thoughts about, you know, going forward. I would always recommend to you, or I'd always recommend to people, if um, you'd like to awaken more of the, of the essence of what you truly are, to really read Sidney Banks' books. And I wouldn't try to read them cover to cover, um, what I do is I have a book on my nightstand and when I'm going to bed, I like reading when I go to bed. So that's when I do it. And I'll just pick up 
the book and look at a chapter and read a few pages or or a chapter and it wakes up the feeling um, of what he's trying to convey to us because it's really about and he's and Sidney Banks has always said that it's about a feeling it's not these words it's the feeling that as you look at these words or you take them in or you hear them um, you get a feeling and that's what we were talking about in our teleseminar today. We call it the holiday feeling just because I wanted to uh, connect it to the, the holiday season. Um, but it's really the feeling that is our essence. And that's what you're looking for. You're not looking for an intellectual understanding of what Sidney Banks is saying. That will never happen. But reading it, you might feel a little peaceful. Or you might feel, oh man, that made sense to me. I don't know what it is yet. Then just let it sit, see? Um, Or you might say, oh man, that's a good idea. I can see living more in that direction. So those are the kinds of things you're trying to find when, when you read or listen to Sidney Banks. And I would really encourage you to stay there. Because he's the person that really had the pure uh, spiritual epiphany. And so, um, and he's writing really to wake that up in you, the reader. Um, and so, you, I can't say enough about um, how beautiful life will become as you just welcome into you, into your soul, these feelings that are already there love and understanding and um, again with that you get the gift of wisdom the intelligence of mind to guide you for the moment you're in to guide if you're at work to guide you there Uh, how to speak to co-workers how to listen to them how to come back from getting reacted to them and get your bearings back and be of service. Um, If you're home, how to just be there. I remember one time, again, listening to uh, an audio tape in these early days of Sidney Banks, and he said, when I was in this feeling, when I had the, the feeling, this feeling of love, he didn't say it this way, these are my words, that's why it looks like it's a particular time. But he said, even doing the dishes was loving. And I thought, oh my goodness, uh, uh, that would be something for me to get there because <laughs> in these early times of, of my speaking with Sidney Banks and meeting with him and learning from him, the dishes were a chore. But now I can see it. You know, when I'm truly in the feeling of contentment, I'm truly in the feeling of, just peace, goodwill, love and understanding. Doing the addition, nothing. They're nothing. It's nothing. Um, it's just pleasure. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of like being of service to the family if you want to look at it in some way. Right? It, it's, it's doing what is helpful to the family. Now, now mind you, I, I'm not perfectly there. <laughs> Okay, so anyhow, we have a, a few more people here. Let's see here. Um, Eva, you were first. Um, oh, wait, what happened here? Eva, what happened? Oh, wait a minute. Um, oh, my God. American. Is, that, is this Eva? Hey, Pat. Is this Eva? Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello? Pants. Pants. You got short. Hello? Uh, There was someone else and I erased your hand. There there was, uh, if you were somebody that had raised your hand to talk, could you, go ahead. Hello? Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Here we go. Okay. Um, okay. Justine? Is this Justine? 
Hello. I think I'm muted. Hello. Yeah, no, I can hear you. Oh, you can hear me? Oh, my, my yes. thing says muted. Okay. Hi. Thanks so much, Hi. Mark. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, so I, like I'm right at the moment, I'm a bit in one sense reluctant to say anything because I am in a very nice feeling at the moment, but I find myself still a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mike gave me extra present like last time. He put a um, candle on my stocking and I, I, did, I, I didn't ask, but he gave me it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I this year. Uh, Justine? Hello? Oh, sorry. Hi. I keep hearing this other okay. voice um, on the I line. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's okay. But, yeah, so <clears throat> what I find myself getting a bit confused about is um, when we speak about using thought, and that sounds like it has a very deliberate um you know, the word use seems really deliberate. And um, contrasting that with, but there's nothing to do, like you just... So, yeah, I find myself getting uncertain about about that. It relates to what you were just talking about a few minutes ago, Mark, that I suppose we don't have to have certain strategies that we follow all the time but I don't know it just like in the moment when we find ourselves say reactive is it just about remembering who we are and then doing what makes sense next yeah I just I find myself confused about that oh well thanks for sharing I hope I I hope I can bring some clarity it's a great question and nice to have you here. Um, yeah, you know, it's so hard with language. Um, there, we're not using thought. Thought, the, 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 the principles are, are just creating. So moment to moment, they're creating thinking. And um, we get the experience of that because consciousness and thought brings that alive to us. So, yeah, I may use words that can be confusing. We we don't use thought. It it just is. It just is. Um, but somehow, when we have more of a realization of the principles of where our experience comes from, um, we get thinking we we get that thinking back it we get our realization back somehow it shows up in our minds and when it shows up in our minds uh we get the next thought so for example i always tell the story of you know driving with my wife we were heading out to have a nice day and uh, uh i kind of got upset with her in terms of the the way you know her wanting to to have the the car warmer and uh, we were just had not and I already started thinking uh, you know being bothered by her turning up the temperature um, so that thought just came it, it it wasn't anything you know that I was constantly thinking and then but then halfway down the block um, my Another thought came, which was my understanding. It came like, oh, Mark, your thinking just went south there. Wow, you know, you really got caught up in your thinking. And then the next thought came from that. Why don't you quiet down? Take it easy here. Slow down, quiet down, get back to yourself. And then more thinking came along the same line, like um, get the feeling back apologize and let's just get the feeling back to have a nice day. Now, um, I had no experience through that uh, three minutes that I used thought. Uh, but that's just an example of how thought, you know, 
it's hard to share this without using words, but uh, again, how thought just gets created. And once you've got some glimmer of where, of the nature of thought, of the nature of these principles, just a glimmer of that, um, uh, you'll get thought from that realization. You'll remind yourself. You'll remember. But it's not like you actively remember. It just occurs to your, to you. Um, and so you live relaxed. You don't keep trying to monitor your thinking. You just get more relaxed about life. And as you live your life, um, more will come to you. And what you have learned will show up in your thinking. So, Justine, I hope that helped. That's the best I can do for that now. But it really isn't like you use your thinking. Thought uh, is before you before you think about your thinking. You see, thoughts are already created. So, um, so I I just wanted you to kind of I just wanted to share the kind of softness of that. Um, and so you live more relaxed, knowing that uh, you just live, and um, knowing that at some point you, if you need to, you'll wake up to, oh my God, look at where your thinking's going. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for being here on the teleseminar, and for the three of you that shared. There was another person, I think her name was Eva, I think. And I, I clicked on the wrong part of my screen here, and I may have disconnected you. I want to apologize for that. But um, really, uh, email me if you have a question, and I'll bring it up in my next teleseminar in uh, January. Um, before um, I leave, you're, all of you that have, uh, if you received an email from me about the teleseminars, then you're going to get the recording from today. If you haven't uh, received any uh, emails from me about the teleseminars, then email me at drmarkhoward at comcast.net, drmarkhoward at comcast.net. I want to remind all of you that I'm starting again in January for the fifth year, the missing, the exploration of the missing link, a year-long exploration into Sid's most spiritual book, and really, it's been beautiful experiences for people to waking up more of their understanding and their realizations. And really, each meeting, people are gaining insights and a, and a good feeling. So if you're interested in that, you could also email me at drmarkhoward at comcast.net. Well, I will want to wish you all a wonderful holiday, and I hope this was a helpful um, teleseminar for all of you. And I look forward to us meeting again in the new year. So happy holidays and happy new year. And we'll speak again in uh, January. Thank you. Bye. The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome.